Oh my gosh, we don't need a metronome. Okay, we don't want a metronome. I don't want a metronome. This podcast a little interesting. Sorry. We gotta get on this. Well, here it is, podcast number seven. It's been a long time coming, actually. When I set out to do this podcast goal, my goal was to do a podcast once per week. And I thought, well, if they're going to be short and sweet, it shouldn't be too hard. I can keep up with once a week. At first, I was even ahead of the game. But here we are recording podcast number seven, and it's been several weeks. So life doesn't always come out the way, come out the way you want it to. Things don't always go the way you plan them. Life gets in the way, and sometimes it's good life. Um, I've actually spent several days with my grandson and went on a trip. And so it's not that it's all bad that things happen, but you have to kind of be okay that things are not always going to be the way you plan them to be. One of the, the book that we're going to talk about today is called The Happiness Project, and this is a book that I just kind of stumbled across in looking over um, the library shelves again. And this book had one message that really kind of resonated with me, and it's is this. The author states, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Isn't that true? When you set out to do anything in life, you realize that you can't do everything. Of course, the perfectionist in me wanted to say, but you can, you can do it all. And you can't. I proved that by not being able to get this podcast done for several weeks. So anyway, we're back in business and back on the podcasts. And we're continuing to, I'm continuing to read my books on my quest to get my 50 books in. And so that long road trip helped me get through. And so Happiness Project was one of the books that I read on my long road trip. Uh, this little book is a book about a the author. Her name's Gretchen Rubin, and what she did is she spent a year doing some things very strategically to try to help uh, focus on happiness, to make sure that she was living the life that she wanted to live. And uh, each month she focused on a different thing. For example, in January she focused on vitality, things to boost her energy. Um, in May, her title was to be serious about play, which I found to be a really interesting one for me because I do not really like to play very much. I like to work. And so, but in that, she also mentions this. She says, you know, you should have more fun, but make sure it's your kind of fun. We tend to overestimate the happiness that we should get from things that other people like to do and underestimate the happiness that we can get from the things we like to do. So some people love to read books. They love to sit on the back porch and read books. And some people, that's a total drag. And a lot of times we kind of put ourselves down because we like one thing that other people don't like. Um, Some people love to go to a party. Some people just don't get very much out of a party. And so it's okay that you are the party type and it's okay that you're not the party type. So she encouraged you in that chapter to play and to do things that you love Um, not necessarily things that you think you should love. Uh, Another month she focused on money and another one was on pursuing a passion. In November, she talked about attitude. And so all of these come together in 
you know, to give her a picture of what, what she's doing. And so she, at the end of the book, she was kind of assessing, well, am I any happier? And the bottom line for her was that no one is actually happy who doesn't think himself happy. I think the way she put it was to say that um, you're happy if you think you're happy. So that's a really important piece of the puzzle is that we oftentimes talk ourselves out of being happy, uh, think that we're supposed to be doing something that we're not. And it you don't have to do anything specific to be happy. It's okay to be happy with your life the way it is. Um, most people aren't truly happy unless they're growing in some way. And I do encourage that. Um, I did like this book. I'm not sure that it would be in my top uh, recommendations. Uh, if I was looking for a way to be more mindful in um, my daily activities, and it's one of the things that she talked about is how can I just change, you know, don't go, so many people think that they have to go away and, you know, live in, you know, in solitude for, you know, years to kind of change their lives. And you don't actually have to do that. Her goal was to show that you could make some changes through the day-to-day activities by changing those day-to-day activities. And um, I don't know that I would necessarily use her method. I I really preferred uh, John Maxwell's Today Matters uh, when it comes to being uh, strategic about your daily uh, disciplines that make life uh, more worth living. And so, um, but it was a good read. It did give me a a few things to think about and I will continue to ponder this idea that I can do anything, but I can't do everything. I hope you guys have a great day. Hey guys, one thing I've learned through reading all these books is that each book has a special nugget that I've been able to pick up for myself. I am looking forward to sharing some of these nuggets with you in the coming weeks as I get ready to celebrate my 50th birthday in October.